0: Hello. This is Will Malone and this, Kevin.
1: And Kevin. Kev- and Kevin. <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm gonna end this up. Who was
1: out. good for no, the past not, hour?
0: Stop! Stop talking. I'm not gonna. I want. I'm not gonna put this in. Yeah, you are. I'm gonna start over. No. You just hit that
1: back too. <laughs> I
0: hit the back. <laughs> this may go in the end credits, like a post credits. I scene. can see him. Barking Kevin. Up. No. Stop barking.
1: Put your little head down. You're laying on a pillow on the ground. What are you possibly? <laughs> He's just looking. Gonna be ferocious Kevin, about stop. right now. Look at his ears. You can tell that he's listening.
0: Okay. This is episode 7 of the Out of Hope Podcast with your host Will Malone and
1: Anna Malone.
0: Nice, you did it. I didn't even have to, we didn't even have to prep that or anything. Um,
1: Let's hope that wasn't prepped. Yeah. That wasn't like, <laughs> yeah, you made it sound like it was like some kind of like, whoa. Whoa. That guy's that, we did practice that.
0: And I kind of ruined it by like commenting on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so in this episode, we're kind of going to talk about 2018. And a little bit of 2019. Um, it we it, went into the future. We're going into the future. We're <laughs> jumping in our time machine. We're going to the future. Um, but we, I wanted to really kind of talk about it right now because just it's a good opportunity to. Um, it's a little early. We still got a couple weeks left of 2018. So I, part of me hates doing this, but I don't care to do like a year end list when we're in 2019 because I'm ready to just get, like get started on the new stuff. So. Next week there will be an episode, and I'm debating on taking a break for Christmas uh, until until the New Year starts uh, on this podcast. Um, I That's probably what's going to happen, but there will be one next week, so uh, we'll see. Who knows? I may come up with a little, little surprise. Um, or I'll just release You, Me, and Carol, our Christmas podcast, on this feed True. for Christmas. That's what I'll do. So that's what you'll get. You'll get our Christmas Carol podcast, which is also in its own feed, so you can subscribe to You, Me, and Carol on iTunes or wherever. And, uh, and, uh, we talk about a different version of Christmas Carol every year. So, um, that will be the Christmas, Christmas episode, uh, for this and that feed. So, um, so yes, there will be one next week. And then, uh, we're starting fresh in 2019. So, uh, first off, I wanted to talk about, um, you know, the sponsor of this podcast. We don't have regular sponsors, uh, on this podcast. We just have one big sponsor, which is, uh, Will Malone Photography. That's my company. And, um, you know, I, I'm i doing a big relaunch at the beginning of the year. So, um, I just want to kind of say that, you know, uh next year's gonna be pretty big. I've got a lot of um different projects and stuff I'm working on for uh for everyone, for you guys, uh as as far as services and um different workshops and stuff. So I'm working on that right now. I can't talk too much about it, but Um, I'm going to start offering a wedding photography promotion here soon. Um, so be looking out for that, uh, be a great deal on wedding photography. I've got, um, surprise, uh, package releases. So I'm kind of trying to structure my packages differently. Um, and in ways that make sense and will benefit you at the end of the day. Um, and also portrait packages and things like that. So be looking out for that. Um, that's why I'm doing this podcast because I'm a photographer and, uh, I do this for a living and the podcast is just an extension of that. So, um, I'm using it to plug my business because it's, you know, (laughs) that's why not? It's my podcast. So, um, let's dive into your end list, Anna. Okay. Okay. First. So let's go heavy first and then we'll kind of lighten it up. We're going to do some fun things. We're going to talk about, you know, our favorite movie of the year, favorite, you know, that kind of stuff. So, um, but we'll we'll kind of move into that. So first we're going to talk about, like, the big stuff. Things we learned in 2018. I'll go first, um, just to break the ice, unless you want to. I mean, it, doesn't you can oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, okay. Um, I would say, and I talked about this a little bit on last week's episode with Kelsey, that the uh, thing I learned in 2018 was to love the process. And by that, I mean I learned... Loving the process also means loving the stuff you don't love to do as much and realize that that's part of this whole thing. So when running a business, you have to do all kinds of stuff you don't want to do. And uh, the biggest mistake I made when I was younger um, trying to do a photography business is that I really only focused on taking photos because that was the part I loved. I didn't love the other stuff. I just loved taking photos. Well, I realized that you can't run a business if you're just taking photos you, you have to do all the other stuff marketing uh bookkeeping um emailing uh networking talking all that other stuff but all I wanted to do is take pictures and this was like when I was in college and you know naivete would tell you that if I just take good enough pictures I'll you know make a living or whatever but that's just not true there's so many other moving parts to it but I didn't love doing that stuff so over the past like five years I've just had to kind of coach myself and learn that that's part of it if I want to run a successful photography business then I have to do all that other stuff and I better like it like I better enjoy it because there's no end there's no uh I have goals but there's no real kind of end to the photography business or you know you think you're going to reach a certain place but once you reach there you're still wanting to go farther so you know don't you know instead of doing it for the result love the process and love the all the time in the middle and then you'll love the whole thing i mean if you only like if i only like taking pictures and didn't like doing the other stuff then i would only end up enjoying 20 percent of running a photography business and so and that's been really valuable to me to understand what the process is uh how to love it and it's just one of those things that i'm always i have a ringing in my head um because I'm super passionate about photography and I just love it and part of loving photography and being good at it and being successful is loving all the stuff that makes it possible and um so that was just something really valuable that kind of really hit me uh in a huge way in 2018 and that's probably the one of the most valuable things I carry with me after this year um and the process being too um not to keep rambling about it, but the process being too the, like the shoots that are kind of grueling and tough and, um, you know, not necessarily super satisfying cause you have those two, but to learn, to enjoy that, that's part of the learning experience. You know, you have a bad job and that should only teach you things not to do for the next one. And, um, so loving, loving getting, uh, like punched in the face as well. Um, so that's that's just, it's all part of the process. Winning, losing, um, failing, um, success. Like, we shouldn't just love success, we should also love failing. So it's, it's, it's all one thing. And so once I realized that, it really took my business into a whole nother universe. And uh, I'm just really thankful that uh, I had a mentor and people around me who kind of you know, laid that out for me, and it took me a while to kind of understand it on my own, and I had to make just a lot of mistakes even to understand the concept of loving the process, and now that I understand kind of what it means, now I'm applying it, and it's, uh, it's really made a big difference in my life, so, um, that's probably my favorite thing I've learned in 2018. So, Anna, I want you to, uh, what did you, what did you learn? What did you learn in
1: 2018? Um, I guess just, I think sometimes people get so used to the everyday that they're like, this is what it's going to be like. But I think not only have I personally learned it, but I've seen other people learn it. That like, hey, I don't have to continue to keep doing this. Like, I I can do something else. You don't have to continue to live where you live or work where you work or even just do the same things that you kind of get stuck doing. I think people really get stuck in that because people people may not enjoy what they're doing, but they think, "Hey, I know it." You know, even if I don't like doing what it is I'm doing, there's like a little bit of like a comfort in knowing like that you can do it, even though you may not like doing it. And I don't mean to say that just because you dislike doing something that you should change it, but you can change it
0: yeah like no one no one's in charge of your life but you basically
1: right yeah. and and i don't i don't mean to say like hey try something in the second you're like nah, i don't know you should quit it but if you're realizing that you really don't want to do something don't just constantly complain about how you're doing it and then and then realize oh wait why am I just constantly complaining about this thing that I don't even necessarily have to do? Obviously, there are things you're going to do your entire life that you're not going to enjoy that are necessary. But for the things that you can change, don't sit and complain about those as if you're a victim of these things in your life that you're, you're the one that, that you're doing it. Just because you can get sometimes comfortable in misery. Yeah. Just because you know they're they're the devils, you know, don't just get comfortable in that.
0: Yeah, and we're saying this, just, you know, as two people that just moved mm-hmm. <laughs> from where we lived
1: without really too much of a hundred percent of a plan. At least me, I know you've got more of a plan than I do going forward.
0: Yeah, let's let's tell after my advertisement. <laughs> I have no plan. Yeah, no, no I no, you have a plan, you
1: have but... A plan um, but you're still in a new place. I'm in a familiar place. Not necessarily one hundred percent with knowing what I'm gonna do in a month. Right. Quite as quite as much.
0: But there is something freeing in that. I
1: mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think sometimes people think, Man, I could do that, but what if it doesn't work out? What if what if I don't find a job that I wanna do? What if I'm just as miserable? Well, you're not gonna know.
0: You but it's funny you, you think like what if what if this happens? Like, you're never going to know the, the alternative thing. Like, you're just going to know what happens. You're not going to know, like, if you would have been more successful one route than another. So it's kind of like, so it's kind of
1: like either you have to reevaluate, like, maybe I don't hate what I'm doing so much, you know, maybe I'm just looking at other people who I think like, man, look how successful they are and not realizing like, actually you're pretty successful or it makes you realize, Hey, actually, no, I would rather do literally anything than what I'm doing. Or, hey, actually, I don't mind what I'm doing so much. I need to look and enjoy what I'm doing. Yeah. And not just constantly be looking towards something that you, you're just fantasizing about. When at the end of the day, all the things that you're hating about what you're doing right now actually have nothing to do with what you're actually doing, but with yourself.
0: Yeah. That's good. That was a good one. It kind of
1: like a joke. That was a good one. That was
0: a good one, Anna. Uh, no, it ties. It ties with loving the process. I mean, it's just if you learn to love the process too, you instantly won't be as miserable, and you won't be like you know, the vic- victimizing yourself is is like a slippery slope, which is bad. It's a bad place to be if you're uh, thinking you're a victim of. Like, your life is a certain way because somebody did that to you. It's like nobody did that to you. You, Yeah. Your life is a series of your decisions. I mean, yeah,
1: you can be a victim. Sure, right. it's your way, like, however you deal with it.
0: Right. It's like you see the people, like, um, like, there was this guy, I forget his name, but he, like, has no legs and arms, you know? And he, you know, wrote a book, goes around, gives speeches, and lives just like a super, like... Active life, you know, because he didn't let his, you know, affliction kind of get him down, and so it's all an attitude. But no thing. one
1: would judge him if he did,
0: right? Know? No one would judge him if he did, but he didn't. He kind of it was all attitude, like it's He's how not, he wouldn't at gain
1: it. anything from letting it bog him down. Exactly, exactly. Even though people would be are surprised that it doesn't.
0: So, so that's why we shouldn't complain if we're working in a cubicle. Like our life isn't really that bad. It's just it's all attitude based. I mean, um. So, uh, yeah, I mean, do you have any goals for 2019? Um, Specific, I mean, or, or even l- large philosophical goals.
1: I don't really know if I have any philosophical goals. I just kind of would like to find a job.
0: <laughs> right, yeah.
1: Find a house or somewhere to live makes it sound like we're like sitting in the street right now
0: yeah I mean, well we're just in transition um, just yeah. having to do all of those things right, right. now well, right Well, right now those
1: are the the short term yeah. like without those it's kind of hard to know 100 percent.
0: yeah but you don't really i mean that's not stuff to really worry about it's like no, of course I'm, we're gonna all those things will get taken care of in time so i'm not worried about i just mean like accomplishment goals you know like do you have any any accomplishments you want to uh
1: I, don't I mean i really i know, sprung this actually, on you yeah. i
0: i we we kind of prepped a little bit of this before the episode but i didn't act actually like prep you on that one because i just have a list like right here i have just general goals for business um you know i wanna uh one thing i enjoy doing that i did years ago was uh workshop uh photography workshops and uh And I kind of want to jump back into that in some new and different ways. So I'm kind of figuring out the best way to do it. So that's like one of my goals for 2019 and also just, you know, to, uh, to do more work than I ever have, uh, in photography. So, um, you know, I have goals like that, but, um, but yeah, I mean, do you want to get into the, like your, your, our year end favorites as far as, um, well, what's the, what's the favorite thing, um, What's your favorite thing we did in 2018 or you did or whatever first?
1: So I guess the road trip one, because it's kind of like fresh on our minds still. So it's kind of like some of those things. It's like, was that 2018 or 2017? Or? It's
0: amazing how long ago the road trip already feels. Yeah, I know. Even though it was.
1: We got back last week.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. We. Well, hey, I've we've done a lot over a week. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. Um, yeah. Yeah. A road trip is a is a good one. What specifically on the road trip?
1: Um,
0: We talked a little bit, but you're like Vegas. You're like Vegas, (laughs) baby. My voice. Vegas, baby.
1: Um. Yeah, I enjoyed going there, especially like it was one of the more different things of our trip that we did.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I would say wasn't camping or glamping or or
1: or or desert. Honestly, like even though it was desert, it was still a city. Yeah. We didn't really see other cities too much. I mean we we drove through cities. They weren't quite like Vegas.
0: Well, New Orleans and Vegas were pretty much the cities we experienced during the trip mm-hmm. the most in Phoenix, I guess, but
1: But still it didn't it didn't feel in the same way and like a it didn't have that I guess it didn't have life to it quite as much as the others others did.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. And I would say my favorite thing about 2018 would be the road trip, but I would say just in general, kind of like pushing myself in new directions, which part of that would be the road trip. I mean, just driving that much, uh, is like something I've never done. I grew up in Hawaii. You never have to drive more than 15 minutes to get anywhere. And, you know, now I've driven across the entire country. And so that was just kind of, um, just kind of a a kind of crazy, just for my life, like driving that much, uh, and then just going out of my way to just see something different. Um, so I guess just, you know, I've trying to push my photography, push my business. Like I feel like I've just pushed and pushed and pushed all year and I'm happy about it. It wasn't easy and wasn't necessarily always fun, but that was, uh, the, the, the things I got to experience, um, the photo jobs I got to do and everything um kind of all all my favorite thing about 2018 it was just it was an exhausting year like I feel like I worked harder this year than I ever have and yeah. um but 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 I think that that sorry
1: that's our little that, dog yeah
0: Kevin is uh he's
1: been so good for a while now
0: yeah he's been so quiet until just now and uh but yeah, so anyways, uh as far as 2018 goes, I think my favorite thing was just the stuff I got to experience through maybe going through some unpleasantness and pushing myself. So, um that's that's it. Mine was a little less, you know, specific than yours. Mine's right. all of it. He's my favorite like, thing
1: <laughs> the process. He's just going to say that every time.
0: Yeah, I know. That's I know. I'm I'm going to become like a broken record. Um my favorite thing about 2018 is all of it. That's basically, you know, um so yeah, uh, that's, that's kind of the big deep stuff, except for Anna. She, Anna was like, Vegas, baby.
1: Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and again, Favorite my voice, you know, deeper than Will's. <laughs> yeah.
0: Favorite thing about 2018? All the gambling.
1: Just losing all of our money, having to hitchhike back. So. We did
0: lose money gambling um like 15 bucks which is why i'm not addicted to gambling because that was not fun which
1: well, i felt like we didn't have control over anything. <laughs> yeah. but like to an extreme extent like extent like okay um i'm not even sure what this machine does but it has way too many buttons and i'm pretty sure i just put money in and it was like uh you did nothing
0: yeah and and you're just feeding money in it and getting nothing out
1: and like we're <laughs> not even like it would be like oh 80 cents
0: yeah, exactly. So yeah, we have our little Mandalay Bay uh, ticket for eighty cents. Still, mm-hmm. we'll we'll just put that in like a scrapbook or something. You know, yeah,
1: all those scrapbooks we do. All those,
0: yeah. Anna loves to scrapbook.
1: Just every day, all the time. I, was, I spend you you normally take four hours out of my day to do a page. <laughs> do a page.
0: <laughs> Man, I I'm glad you don't do that
1: be exhausting and expensive.
0: If anything, like, I'm kind of more of the scrapbooker digitally. I yeah. digitally scrapbook all the time. If
1: it were up to me, we'd have n- no memories of anything.
0: <laughs> that's true. Uh, yeah. But
1: there's really no memories of Will. It's just me.
0: Mm. It
1: looks like I hang out alone a lot if you just look <laughs> at all the pictures.
0: That's true. I, I have noticed that, uh, partially because of the road trip, our our my Instagram has gotten particularly Anna heavy. But that's, that's also... always
1: true, which is unfortunate. I apologize for it. It's It's nothing I want.
0: Anna doesn't love it. Uh, I do. um, Because Anna is my muse. And uh, also, because the
1: only person he knows, (laughs) the
0: only person I know uh, in South Carolina. Uh, But no, we're just um, spending a lot of time together. And it's Christmas. And we're, you know, so it's just uh, finishing my photo of the day project. It It is
1: nice to almost feel kind of like we're in school again where we're like, it's Christmas break. I mean, yeah, we're not acting the same way as we did probably then. Yeah, sleep and I've been until like working anything, every day, but. I don't know what you talking about. Um, I've been <laughs> sleeping. Um. <laughs> oh, but yeah, Price is Right. Man, price been, is Right, yeah. you know. But it is kind of nice to not have like 100% set schedule right now because I know that that's going to change. So it's a little nice, especially when you start, like, a new job. It's not like you're like, and I'll take a day off here and I take a day off here. You know, you're kind of like, so I'm kind of here for now, and uh, I'll be here every day and slaving away and watching other people get a leave, and I'll be living here for a little bit, learning. Yeah. Assuming that I, anyone hires me, which, oh, well, oh my gosh. jury's still out on that. Yeah, no. you. Um,
0: you'll. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness <laughs> gracious. Yeah. Um, Okay, so uh, let's uh, let's go into some lighter fare. Uh, is that is that a good way to say it? Um,
1: Probably not, but go ahead.
0: Uh, so, <laughs> you know, if anybody who knows me knows that I'm a big movie fan, and a lot of movies came out this year, and Anna's also a big movie fan, but.
1: We're 100% opposite movie fans.
0: Right. We like totally different genres of movies. Um, We
1: come together on like a few.
0: So I just want to do, I always do like a year-end list of uh, movies, of my favorite movies, least favorite movies, all that. So we're kind of going to go into that a little bit. So um if you're not interested in that you probably need to just shut this off um but I think movies have a, like a, are a big part of my photography and so that's I feel okay he to just stay. he
1: just takes pictures of the tv when we're watching it that's
0: that's what all, it's I all I do. he does that's my service <laughs> I can take pictures of your tv at home I can
1: <laughs> if you want to dress it up put some lights on it
0: <laughs> yeah that reminds me of that scene in Marvelous was amazing last night Luigi TV. oh there's
1: like a kid and he's like <laughs> pretending to be like he goes outside and he stands in front of the window and just kind of like acts and a- a- that's acts like out
0: in front of the window yeah it's like because t- they don't have a tv
1: yeah
0: <laughs> and it was it was a little funny in
1: new york city yeah, yeah. In new
0: york city. it was kind of sad but it was a little funny um but that's what i do as a photographer i take that is pic- what you do i take pictures of myself being a tv and yourself yeah. that's
1: pretty pretty talented you can take pictures of yourself being on the tv
0: yeah no that's wow this got confusing this is nonsense uh it's like
1: because like no one else would probably watch the show
0: all right so we'll alternate but uh f- i want you to
1: like you'll say a word i say a word <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah uh anna
1: we're not really doing this you have to say what no okay no, no
0: anna what's your favorite movie of this of year? this year yeah
1: um i can't even remember what i had said what did i say
0: are you serious yeah. So it can't be your favorite movie if you don't remember it.
1: Well, I didn't. I maybe I had thought that it wasn't even of this year or something.
0: No, it is this year.
1: Oh right. <laughs> oh my god. Sorry, it's it's not as if this is like my favorite movie of all time. I was just there. There of wasn't the a great year. list, if I'm being honest. No,
0: this year wasn't um, a great movie year.
1: I really liked Annihilation, which I don't feel like got amazing reviews.
0: Well, it's just so weird. It's and I it's like not weird like weird stuff. At all. If
1: I'm being honest, I like weird stuff, and which is why Will doesn't always love the movies I like because and and opposite because I like really out there stuff, and that's probably one of the most out there movies of the year. Yeah, um, I like Natalie Portman, and. It was just, it's something that doesn't just feel like, okay, it's like a remake of that movie they did like 10 years ago, you know? Yeah. So you didn't necessarily know where it was going or how it was going to end. Didn't end how I thought it was going to. I honestly didn't even necessarily have an idea because-
0: Or understand the ending.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because it leads you in a way that- you don't feel like you can necessarily like oh, and this is how this is gonna happen, and yeah, that's exactly what I thought was gonna happen, which isn't ter- like I don't hate movies like that, but that's why I specifically liked this movie.
0: Yeah, it's it was fun. I- it was
1: pretty, and it was interesting. It was pretty, and it was in it was like creative.
0: It just wasn't like the book at all, and so it kind so of. So
1: see, I'd I'd have not.
0: I read the book, and the book was fine. I don't, I don't fine. do that saying
1: that reading thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what is book? We just did a podcast about the Christmas Carol, and Anna's like, I don't read.
1: That's not. I didn't say that.
0: What's that? It's a book. I thought it was just a movie. I thought Charles
1: Dickens was still alive. I thought he was director. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I thought Charles Dickens was a famous director. Um, so I would say my favorite movie, uh, would was uh probably stars born That's probably it'll my take favorite
1: it'll take something from you that you'll never have back which I'm, is the only reason I can say it's not my favorite because it's not a movie with favorite movies of mine I like a movie that I can kind of watch again and again I don't know if I could I could have another piece taken from me again
0: Anna, I've never seen Anna so emotionally scarred by a movie in my life than stars born and I don't really know why because like I wasn't really surprised by how it worked out, like how the movie ended up. So, so,
1: for some reason, I had no idea what this movie was about. And I went into it and I was like, why did you do that to me? And then end, and I can't even gather myself before we leave. Um, yeah, it was just an emotional roller coaster that just. I, Will loves the soundtrack. And I, every time we
0: listen to it, I'm like,
1: I'm reliving this movie again. <laughs> well, so I...
0: so, I think why I liked it is partially because I'm just bought into whatever Bradley Cooper does. Like, everything he does, I'm a sucker for. Like, that movie Burnt, where he was a chef. The movie's kind of bad, but I love watching it just because I like, I like cooking. I like Bradley Cooper. You like the process. <laughs> I like the process. <laughs> I love the process. And, uh, I mean, it's just something about it I just, I'm kind of a sucker for. Um but uh but i think i like the style of the movie a lot like i would say it was kind of i would say the third act of the movie is kind of weak like i i didn't necessarily love toward the end it kind of lost me a little bit but i think it's my favorite movie number one because there weren't that many good movies this year um but number two because it's it's the one i think about most uh as far as like... The when you
1: have a nightmare and it's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. No, the cinema- People are okay. I
0: loved the cinematography of it. I loved the colors. I just the loved... The songs were great. The songs were so good. I just... I love the atmosphere of it more than anything. And it was the movie I was thinking about the most after seeing than any other movie.
1: Yeah, it was, it's kind of a bad movie to watch mid- midday like we did. It, it, it's kind of one that you probably yes. should just
0: curl up in a ball. We watched it like noon, didn't we? And
1: then we were like, okay, we have to continue on with life.
0: Yeah. And it's like, it's kind of a long movie too. And Anne and I on our You, Me, and Carol podcast kind of went on a rant about how we're tired of long movies. So uh, that- There were
1: parts that I did feel like could have been a little shorter.
0: Yeah, it could have definitely been shorter for sure. But it's just-
1: Like they they just wanted to rip your heart from you slowly with a a spoon.
0: If this movie came out last year, it probably would not have been my favorite because a lot of good movies came out last year. Um, Blade Runner- was, was, I think, my favorite of last year. Blade Runner 2049. Um, 2014? 2014 uh, (laughs) was my favorite of last year. Um, And this year, you know, Avengers came out, which was great. And I'm, you know, I'm a big, like, Marvel nerd. So Avengers was awesome. But it was kind of a known quantity. Mm -hmm. You knew it was going to be good. You knew it was going to be huge. It's kind of just like it's Avengers it's in its own category you just know you're gonna enjoy it um so Star is Born is the thing that I enjoyed that I didn't necessarily go into thinking I was gonna necessarily like love in fact I didn't even know why I wanted to see it other than the hooks of the songs in the trailer just kind of sucked me in
1: well you were really hoping he would look at the camera and say you're gonna see me eat a whole rotisserie chicken <laughs>
0: oh my god <laughs> We're going to make obscure meme references now. Yes. So that's this what. This is yeah. a video
1: that just changes what he says. It was pretty funny. I'll put
0: it in the show notes uh, as, as reference. That, and fa- she just
1: kind of laughs.
0: Yeah. No, I'll put it in the show <laughs> notes. This is actually pretty funny. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, no, I just didn't expect anything from it. And I ended up enjoying it. Um, and it was just, I mean, for Bradley Cooper, that to be his first directorial debut is kind of amazing. Like he's, he's just good at everything. It's kind of frustrating. Um, so, uh, so yeah, what's your, uh, what's your, uh, least favorite movie of the year?
1: So, I don't know if I would say, like, least favorite, but, like, biggest letdown. Like, I had high hopes for it, because I'm a pretty big horror movie person, and this movie kind of was, like, got really good reviews, which, if I'm being honest, when I see a horror movie that, like, all the critics love, and that people are raving about, it makes me wonder... Because there have been quite a few movies where everyone has said it's great. Every like All the critics are like, this This is the scariest movie that has ever cough, existed. Cough, quiet place, cough. Actually, no.
0: Yeah, because that was the one everybody said was amazing and it was fine.
1: It was fine. It, it's it's not the kind of horror that I look for. Heredity is the kind of horror hereditary. that I look for.
0: Hereditary. You said yeah. heredity.
1: Sorry, heredity. It's totally different. Sorry.
0: Well, no. I don't love the name
1: not. of it anyway. But it just kind of, I mean, it was a a suspenseful kind of movie. But I didn't love it. I didn't love any of the characters. Nothing really pulled me in. I like horror movies that have kind of a mystery to them. And this did have a mystery to it. Like, there were things where you're like, what's really going on here? But I just, I don't know. And I know so many people who are like, man, that movie was so great. But it just didn't do it for me. And I would like to know if you've seen this movie and you're like, um, she's totally wrong. This movie was amazing. Please explain to me why it was amazing. Because maybe I'm wrong and maybe I need to watch it again. And I would like to watch it again. So that maybe I can be like, well, maybe I can see. Because when when so many people like something and you're like, I don't know. Sometimes I do wonder if you just didn't understand it. But in the same way that that movie Mother, every critic... Well, actually it was Split. With critics and stuff. I saw that movie. It was such a metaphor that I felt like it was a metaphor to be a metaphor. And when there's a movie that has so many metaphors in it that anyone walking off the street isn't necessarily gonna get, I don't like that. When a movie's marketed so wrong that somebody's like, it's gonna be a scary movie, and they walk in and they're like, what literally just happened? People literally were standing up in the theater saying, I want my money back when I left that movie. It's painful to watch. You're
0: talking about mother? Yes. Yeah. It, there's a, there's a condescension in it a little bit. There's like a...
1: It, it's like, if you don't have this higher level of knowing this thing, yeah. and it, it's not... And I had researched the movie, so I knew that it was going to have metaphors, but I think that a movie should be... It's great if it has metaphors. It's great if, if a, you can watch a movie and it's more interesting to you because you know what all the metaphors mean, it's great. But I think you should be able to watch it and enjoy it still. And maybe, like, if you don't get the metaphors, like, that's fine. But for that person that does, they just get, like, a little thing better.
0: Yeah. No, I understand. Um, No, I think that that part of the stuff like Mother is, like, I appreciate that stuff like that exists, that somebody's willing to take the risk and make something that's kind of – really kind of abstract and stuff but you know you can't be surprised when like mass audiences don't like it or want to pay to see it or whatever. especially
1: when it's not marketed as as the movie that it was
0: yeah and you're always gonna you're always gonna make people mad when a movie's marketed a certain way and it's not what they expect mm-hmm. um and sometimes that you can get away with it and sometimes it's a good thing um but a lot like, of time I don't
1: mind like M. Night Shyamalan like sometimes they're they're um
0: yeah, he does led, it right. He knows how to do it.
1: Lead is like horror movies, and then you're kind of like, turns out there's a twist, and it isn't even what you thought it was going to be. Yeah,
0: that's cool. I'm okay with yeah. that.
1: Because I, at this point, I know that. I know that going in, it'll be kind of suspenseful, and you're like, oh, the now worst, I get it. The
0: worst is most indie films that have like a, a big lead star it's like marketed as a comedy and it ends up being the most it, depressing, it, depressing thing you've ever movie seen <laughs> yeah. where this
1: person is just the saddest person and has like the most corrupt life and, no friends and I know that that they're trying to be realistic but it's marketed as a comedy and it yeah. has like a comedian as the main character yeah I
0: hate this that in fact I can smell those from a mile away Kristen
1: Wiig is really good at doing those movies like yeah. oh Kristen Paul Wig. Rudd
0: can do okay. it okay yeah
1: you're the most depressing human who's ever lived okay great
0: yeah I can think of uh like uh there's that Paul Rudd movie on Netflix with that kid that he's like the caretaker of that one's one of them uh, then
1: Okay, I, I don't feel like that.
0: Dan in real life, that's one. That's that, very depressing. Uh, what's the one with. Uh, I do like it, though. Will Ferrell, Everything Must Go, that one.
1: Mm, I don't remember that one, too. Where much. he's
0: like he's like kicked out of his house or something and he's got to like sell all of his stuff yeah. or
1: there are a lot of these that comedians like to do where they're like, let's pull you in. Cause there's a comedian. And then by the way, we're going to like kick you over the head because their their life is terrible.
0: Yeah. It's kind of just like, I'm tired. I hate those. even that with genre. like
1: crazy, stupid love. It had funny parts to it, but I then it's also, movie. I actually like it, but I haven't seen it in years cause you hate it.
0: I really don't like that. movie. I know. Um, so, uh, <laughs> let's just get the negativity out of the way. My least favorite movie of 2018 was most movies of 2018. I would say the one that really comes to mind for me is Solo. The first time yeah. I saw it, I liked it. The second time I saw it, I really did And not. we own it. We own it <laughs> because, I well, I've, I own every Star Wars movie, and I just have to buy them no matter how bad they are because I have to have all of them. But, man, uh, the second time I watched it, I was like, why does this movie exist? What is it even about?
1: Um, it's kind of boring. It, does, it just kind of tells a random story about Han Solo. Kind of
0: ruins Han Solo it for me. It
1: doesn't make you care about him. I didn't feel like the guy really looked.
0: Well, it's not, it's not necessarily, uh, like, I, it's not that I had a problem with the guy who played Han Solo. I actually kind of liked him. But it's not, like, I don't believe that that's the same Han Solo that's in A New Hope. You know, mm-hmm. like this is a prequel to A New Hope, and that Han Solo is not the same Han Solo that you get in A New Hope, and so it doesn't feel like Han Solo, yeah, it feels like a totally different character. And
1: like, it's the dullest, I mean, like color wise movie I've ever seen in my life, yeah, it a, is the grayest movie you like will see DC in your entire, entire a life. life, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, it's like,
1: okay, I can't really see that because you've shadowed it, and the most colorful thing in this movie is Chewbacca, I mean. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I hated how they met, how him and Chewbacca actually met. I actually didn't mind it. I thought it was terrible. Well, the idea that Chewbacca eats people. It's
1: true that he had eaten multiple people. It was a little dark.
0: That was kind of crazy. Um That any time they were like, hey, this is how Han Solo got his blaster. Hey, this is how yeah, Han Solo got it was his a name. Bit of like, hey, this is how Han Solo yeah. got a vest. It was just like that stuff I hate. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: like making everything have to have like a weird reason an instead of just like, hey, just got bought this thing and I like to wear it. Lando <laughs>
0: Calrissian was the best part because he was believable. I yeah. believe that that's Lando Calrissian. Like I liked that. That's the best part of the movie. Um, but yeah, the Han Solo st- like Han Solo as a character benefits from not having an origin story.
1: Yeah, like you, don- you don't need it. You can just.
0: It's like they're making this, this sounds
1: terrible, but he's not an interesting enough character to try to make a backstory. Of. He's
0: interesting because of the circumstances of the Star Wars movies. That's mm-hmm. what makes him interesting: is how he responds to the things happening in A New Hope and Empire Strikes but Back. But not
1: everyone in the world needs an origin story, right?
0: It, he's not interesting on his own. It's like when they try to focus on Jack Sparrow, yeah, the most. Those are the worst movies of Pirates of the Caribbean. When he's a side character, when he like adds to the story. That's when he's the best. Yeah. Like, they're talking about making this, Martin Scorsese is helping work on it. Uh, they're making this Joker origin story movie. No one wants to know the Joker origin story. Is that the story. one with yeah, Joaquin with Phoenix? Yeah, with Joaquin Phoenix.
1: Okay, so I like Joaquin Phoenix, so I'm going to see it. Well,
0: yeah, I'm going to see it, but, like, part of what makes Dark Knight so good is that you don't really you don't know, know yeah. where the Joker comes from and that's that's why he's good and Hansel is good because you just assume he's just this like badass smuggler guy and you don't you don't like i don't you just don't need it and it was no. just kind of it's just kind of dumb and it, nothing happen nothing interesting really happened in the movie nothing suspenseful really also, happened in the movie I didn't
1: love Woody Harrelson That Emily Clark's in it
0: Yeah she, I mean is she that, was her, fine. Name, right? is that yeah, her name
1: right? She's
0: Amelia Clark Amelia Amelia I don't know Yeah
1: anyway I don't love it I feel like she is Khaleesi. Yeah. And that's it. I'm sorry. She's
0: not a great actor. I hate, to, hate to say She's just kind of saying Yeah. I hate to say it. Um, the, uh, yeah, Woody Harrelson, kind of like, why? Like, why is he? I didn't
1: mind him. I like him in things. I but just, it, for the movie, I had already forgotten he was in it. So it's just, it's just like.
0: And it was also weird that they put uh, the guy who plays Vision as the villain. It was just weird, just because yeah, because he's, he's like not you, a, like it was literally came out after Avengers: Infinity War, so you see that, and then you see him in this other Disney movie as a villain. I thought that was just kind of like strange, like yeah. he was a strange pick. I mean, he's fine. I like that. I like Paul Bettany. He's a good, good actor. But I just it's just kind of weird. Um, but yeah, no, it was just kind of like, and I, it it was like the moment where I realized like too much Star Wars is a bad thing. Like we don't need to have a Star Wars movie every year. They yeah. need to space it out. And the fact that they have now canceled all of the middle stories should tell you that...
1: This one didn't do great.
0: And I remember, like, always wondering, like, what happens when a Star Wars movie does bad at the box office? And it did bad at the box office. So I'm interested to see how the next Star Wars movie does at the box office. Because I think people have Star Wars fatigue. And Mm -hmm. I think Avengers has filled the Star Wars hole. Yeah. I think Avengers is that thing that everyone goes out to see, no matter what. Um And I don't know if Star Wars really has it anymore. Because Last Jedi didn't really age well. Like, it's kind of not... Every time I watch it, it's not as good. I like it. Force Awakens works. Force Like, J.J. Abrams knows how to make a movie that kind of lasts the test of time and just appeals to everyone. Like, I think Force Awakens has gotten better over time. Last Jedi has gotten kind of worse over time. And I love Ryan Johnson. So, I I was kind of bummed out about it. But anyway, Solo disappointing um Incredibles 2 was kind of disappointing yeah it was fine I haven't thought about it again yeah it just doesn't reach the highs that the first one does um uh Black Panther dare I say eh
1: it was fine I mean I like it but
0: yeah it's the
1: hype that it got was like a little extreme I thought
0: yeah I've tried watching it again I just was not I'm not into it um it's I have trouble rewatching it um, and I tend to not for most Avengers movies. Um, and what was it was the Jurassic Park Fallen Kingdom. I kind of expected that to be bad, so it's not even worth mentioning. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean there just weren't that many like great mainstream films come out. There's a few indie ones here or there that I still have to see. Creed Two was amazing. Uh, I loved it. I'm a sucker. But so yeah, my least favorite one was probably um, Solo like that was the that's the most egregious offense to me of all of them like solo is just come on you know um so uh favorite show and we'll we'll start wrapping this up we're almost done
1: haunting at hill house i'm gonna let everyone know that you need to watch it if you like anything suspenseful even the slight slightest bit horror related I wouldn't say that it's, like, a horrifying show, but it, it has a few jump scares in it, and it, it has, like, a, a dark, very dark tone, but I like that it, it probably is the best horror I've ever seen. The ending is probably the best ending I've ever seen, and if you're worried, I don't want to, you know, if you're, like, I don't want to watch this family every season, how many scenes are going to drag it out, you're not going to, because this one wraps it up, and the next season is more about the house, completely different family, so you don't have to worry, like, how, how long are they going to drag this out, because it's literally, like, 10, 10, 12 episodes, I don't remember, I feel like probably 10, and that's it, and it's great, and I have nothing bad to say about that show.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I pretty much just put this category in here, because Anna just has been going on about the show for so long, and... Has to mention it every chance she gets. So when I said what's your favorite TV show, I knew what it would be. So I just have to. She just got to get it out of her system because she just can't. Stop. She's watched it twice. Have you watched it twice now?
1: Um, not all the way through the second
0: time. Okay, but you like yeah. yeah you think about it a lot.
1: Yes, it's great.
0: Um, my favorite show is probably just Better Call Saul. Um, I'm not a bi- not billions. Uh, billion- billions is fine. It's one of those shows. It's kind of like Suits. Like I don't watch Suits anymore. But at the time, it's one of those shows you just like uh, because it's fun to watch. Billions is a little deeper and I think better made than Suits. Like, you know, Paul Giamatti's great. Um, Damian Lewis is great. Like, I do like Billions, um, but it's kind of more, like, it's kind of candy more. Better Call Saul is just, Better Call Saul is just so good. It's so masterful. I just lo- I just love it. Like, every bit of it, um, it's just... It's kind of like you know Breaking Bad, but different. It's not Breaking Bad at all, but it's just kind of like you still get a little taste of Breaking Bad, but not just that. It's like goes totally different direction. It's a little lighter. Um, it's about the process. Yeah, just watching watching Better Call Saul just like have to just scratch and claw to like become successful is uh is just it's just so good. And he's he's such a good actor. He's so fun. Um, that's probably the one that I'm like the second it comes out, I'm like that's that's my show right now um and uh and so um that I'm not a big show watcher anymore like I don't really like I've probably watched maybe 20 episodes total of television this year like I really have not watched that much tv mostly just I catch a movie um but there's just not it's like there's nothing really out there that I'm interested in, um, except we're watching Marvelous Mrs. Maisel Season 2, which is good. I like it a lot. Um, And we're probably about to watch Homecoming. But like... I just, I don't know. It's because I'm busy with other stuff. I don't really watch, I don't binge watch or watch shows We also much don't have
1: anymore. Wi-Fi right now, so we're not watching like a ton of streaming stuff.
0: Which is good. I'm kind of glad. I'm um, kind of glad we don't have that distraction, really. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so I would say Better Call Saul is like just, uh, it's, it's so good. I'm going to drop everything to watch that. Um, so uh, yeah, I don't have a worse TV show because I just, that's, you know, it's just.
1: You don't keep watching them. You don't just like, ugh. I've uh, got to watch another episode. No, there's you just. Got, stop the, watching them if yeah, don't like them.
0: There is a show. I'm trying. Well, okay. I do have a worse TV show. Uh, the Walking Dead. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I had to
1: stop. I, I can't anymore.
0: <laughs> I have.
1: Like two seasons ago.
0: I've stuck with it since pretty much day one. I'm still watching it. And I hate every second of it, but it's one of those shows I'm so deep in. I can't stop. So I still watch it. And I'm all caught up. And, you know. Spoiler, I don't really care. Rick left this season. They've advertised it everywhere, so I don't know how you don't know that. Rick left the season, and I was like, oh, cool. Rick's leaving. So that means I'm leaving, finally jumping off this boat. But they found a way to kind of make it a little interesting, and now I kind of want to know what happens. So I'm like, just, I'm in it forever until they end it. So I'm just kind of like stuck. And I don't enjoy it really, but I keep watching it. So Walking Dead probably, but that's going to, yeah, it's been it for years. I've felt this way for years and I just, I'm just going to keep watching it, I guess. Like, I don't know what else to do, you know? Um, so that's pretty much, that's pretty much it. Um, so in summation, uh, that's, I mean, I, I don't have any other like year end, like list of things, you know, um. I don't I don't know I don't I don't do I don't do that much in, like entertaining stuff like I don't consume as many things as I did the year before like I'm I, I've kind of gotten like I used to have these long lists because I used to watch so much in a year and now I just don't so it's like I just got to pick one you know um but yeah so as far as this podcast goes uh we'll have an episode next week episode eight and uh, I will have a new guest on next week uh a assume- <laughs> I'm assuming a lot. <laughs> I haven't even talked to this person yet, but, uh, ever, ever, no, I haven't talked to him about coming on, but, um, he has been on one of my past podcasts, so I imagine he will be up for it. Um, so we'll see, but, uh, but there will be an episode next week. Um, and then, uh, we'll probably take a Christmas break with you, me and Carol, and, uh, then we'll start fresh in the new year and I'll finally announce, uh, the relaunch of Wilma Photography and it'll be all good. So uh so that's about it. Uh well I'll see you next week.
1: Bye.